Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The holiday season is off and rolling with NFL in full stride and the NBA and NHL hitting midseason form. Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info. With up to the minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Bet Online is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports. And not just the big four. Bet Online has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that's played, from MMA to international soccer. Head to Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. This is Believe Me, right here on Stadium TV. Cam Rogers coming at you. It is the holiday season. We've got Brandon Lang with the Christmas tree behind him. We love that. And then, of course, One of our favorites who comes on the show here and there, Casey Hudson filling in for Clay Harbor. Hello, Casey. How are you? Hi, guys. I'm great, and I'm so excited to be back. I haven't seen Brandon in a while either, so I know this is going to be a fun episode. Absolutely. Five and one last week, my friend. Good run last week. You could call it six and oh. I just took Philadelphia because they buried me the previous two weeks, and I said, I'll just go. You know what? I took Casey. Should have got myself a win. Kelsey fumbles at the five-yard line. Nice job, moron. The next week, Buffalo, Davis, and Allen can't get on the same page in overtime. They should have lost both those games. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take them this week, and they're not going to win because that's just my luck with Philadelphia. Yep. That was the only reason why I picked them. If I had to bet the game. I would have bet at San Francisco. So we'll call it five and one with an asterisk. All right, and Clay Harbor, by the way, perfection a week ago, yeah. six and oh. So yeah. we are on a heater right now, guys. We will get to the NFL. Let's talk about college football and the controversy that was Alabama getting into the playoff field over an undefeated Power Five ACC champion in Florida State. And Brandon, we will start with you on this one. By the way, the lines are out. The odds are out as far as national title odds as well. But before we get there, Brandon, you have something to say about why it was the right decision to leave Florida State out. It's no brainer. And let history show. History creates a path. Why things make sense in life. Urban Meyer went into the Big Ten championship game with a third string quarterback. Urban Meyer knew if he was going to crack the final four, he had to win and he had to win big. Mm -hmm. And he did 59, nothing. Steve Sarkisian went into the big 12 championship game on Saturday 
knowing he had to win big to jump from seven and get in. And Steve Sarkeesian won big. In life, Mike Norvell had to know, if I don't win big and we win ugly, we're not getting in. Simple as that. We got to impress these folks and leave no doubt. And they couldn't. That's on him. That's on his offense, who's been who has kind of struggled all year long. He needed to win big. And listen, be honest with you, he was lucky to even win the game. It was close. Louisville had multiple opportunities to beat them and put them away. They weren't impressive. Their offense wasn't impressive. Urban Meyer was impressive winning 59-0 with a third-string quarterback. And it just goes to show you, if you're going to crack the Final Four, you're going to be elite. You better have depth at the quarterback position. You better have a Cordell Jones sitting there, third string, ready to go, who steps in and leads him to a national championship. You're the Florida State Seminoles. And that's the depth that you have at quarterback? I'm sorry. I don't feel sorry for you. You had to win big. You couldn't leave any doubt, leave any questions. You didn't do it. And when you put that in the hands of the committee and let other people decide for you, you're asking for trouble. And they got it. Yeah, their fate, Casey, was in the hands of the jury, the committee, and the jury made its decision. Casey, was this a failure by Mike Norvell? No, I, I'm sorry. I love Brandon, but I don't agree because if we're using win big as the cloud to make the argument here, Alabama has been pathetic this season. Michigan's been here and there. You've got other teams that get in that had really loose games to teams that are pathetic. You're also talking about a Florida State Seminoles team that's gone through a semi-rebuild phase in the last four years. They were awful two seasons ago. They've gone through a lot of changeover, and then they have this quarterback who overcomes so much adversity and brings his team into the limelight and a conversation to even contend. So if we're talking about winning big, we're talking about a team that didn't have the weakest schedule out of the top five teams. And we're talking about Alabama just always getting a slide in there because of who their coach is and what the conversation is around this team. Seeing what FSU came through, what they overcame, and how they made a case for themselves this year, there should have been a better argument and a better conversation around this. Where I do agree is, yeah, maybe depth wasn't on their side, but this whole transfer portal stuff and everything that's changing in college football, it's a mess. And then you're coming, what, one year removed from COVID and all those issues and those schedule changes as well. There should have been a lot more thought behind this, and FSU deserved a chance to win. Yeah, Brandon, the argument in favor of Florida State. Go ahead, Brandon. I'm not saying win big I'm saying one game when they took that field they had to know we got to impress some folks here we have to we got to impress some folks and then when Alabama beat Georgia they had to even know even more row row this is going to be a problem This is the one thing that could not happen. We needed Georgia to win. We win. We're in. The second Alabama won, Mike Norvell should have stood in that locker room and said, guys, the only way we get in is if we blow this Louisville team out. Let's go out there. We better do it because if we don't and we leave it in the hands of the committee, we're going to get screwed. That was naivety on his part to think, oh, we're a power five. We're undefeated. It's never happened. Sorry. You can't leave shit in the hands of other people. You can't, because if you do, you're going to get screwed. They got screwed. They almost lost at Boston College as a 21 and a half point favorite. You can't do it. They should have blew Louisville out. 
they Louisville out, who lost to a Kentucky team the week before. Sorry. Two things we okay. learned. Yeah, two things we learned here. Style points matter, and it's written More into the bylaws, guys, of the committee. The committee can make a decision based off of injuries about whether a team can be competitive the following week. That's what they did. So whether you like it or not, it is in the bylaws. So anyway, there are arguments on both sides. Let's do a pick here about the national championship, if we may. Michigan is plus 170, Brandon. Alabama plus 185. Texas plus 285. Washington is 7-1. to one. Where is the value? I'm rolling with the Texas Longhorns to win it all. Well, I just like them as a football team. To go into Alabama and beat Alabama, they had one hiccup on a neutral field against Oklahoma. They had two possessions late. They could have put the game away. They didn't. Oklahoma made a couple more plays against them. But watching them beat Texas Tech and Oklahoma State the last two weeks, I would not want to play this team right now. I'm sorry. And I would take Texas over Alabama again. I would take Texas over Michigan. And i take Texas over Washington. I got Texas to win the national championship. Sark's done it. Sark, Sark went in there, and within three years, he's got the Hongers ready to play for national championship. I'm impressed with Texas more than the three teams that are in there. Yeah, and Texas has Washington, Casey, so the easier matchup. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at least Brandon and I can get back into the agreeing column here. There we I go. like Texas a lot. I love, I love what they brought to the table. And honestly, some people might try to make the argument about health being on their side because of the guy that tore his ACL a few weeks ago and one of their wide receivers being a bit banged up. But I still think that they can get the job done. I think that coaching-wise, they've been pretty brilliant when it comes to making the right plays at the right time as well. When you're looking at this top four, they can crush Alabama. I think they'll take it versus Washington and Michigan whatever in my book so i like texas for this right out here plus 285 the longhorns texas is indeed back according to us all right guys let's stick with college football the 124th edition army navy in foxborough this year over under brandon 27 and a half the spread navy catching two and a half as the home team what's the pick in this one last year Army-Navy was trying to go under the posted total for a 17th straight time. And wouldn't you know it, that in the history of this matchup, the game went to overtime yep. for the very first time. And it took overtime to get it over the total for the first time in 18 seasons so i'm gonna ride the under again i say they get right back on track and this game's not gonna go to overtime i'm going to ride the under again between these two because i had the under last year and i'm watching that fourth quarter and i'm like this game's going to overtime i'm gonna lose my bet on an overtime game sending this stinking thing over the post of total and snapping a 17 straight under streak so I'm back on the under. We'll let the chips fall where they may. Yep. Casey, 27 and a half. Are you on the under? Yeah, I'm taking the under. I think both of these teams know that whichever team runs the ball the best is going to be in control here. You got Air Force uh, Trump's Navy earlier this season. Army completely destroyed Air Force 23 to 3. So I think we're looking more at an Army victory here. But I like the over. I like their ability to run down the clock trying to have a better performance. And both of these defenses are going to try to outmatch their numbers of how many 
run yards they let up. You got Navy letting up 121. You've got Army, weirdly enough, letting up about 60 more than that. So when they're both trying to bring their best game, this is definitely going to hit the under. But I hope Army can take this one. You ever yeah. watched one of these games? <laughs> every Me? play clock, every play clock goes down to four, three, two, one. Every single play, the clock is down to two. The first quarter flies. The second quarter flies. The ball never hits the ground. It's unreal to watch these two play. They know exactly what play they're doing, formations. They run the same offense. It is pretty fun to watch. The ball never hits the ground. The first quarter takes seven minutes. If you love old school line of scrimmage, like leather hat style football, you're going to get it. This weekend with Army and Navy. All right, guys, let's go to the NFL and talk about here, Casey, the Rams and the Ravens. The Ravens are laying a touchdown and a hook. We know that Lamar Jackson historically has not been very good as a favorite, especially of this kind of number. So, Casey, where is the value here this week? I don't know. I'm kind of liking the Rams underdog here, and I think that they can keep it a bit closer. They just pulled off some wins versus the Seahawks, Cardinals, and Browns, even though some of these teams have a backup backup quarterback in the lineup here. But it's what Matthew Stafford has done since returning from his Week 8 injury. He's sitting well over 60% when it comes to his completion rate, and I think that their defense can help keep them in contention here. And as you said, the Ravens can be a little inconsistent when it comes to Lamar Jackson and who they rely on to get the job done. So I think you're looking at a closer game, and I wouldn't be surprised to kind of swing in favor of the Rams here. Yep. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Rams playing in the cold from L.A. here, Brandon, but a touchdown and a hook, that's a lot. Yeah, they're the king of the back door. Two of their covers this year have come with backdoor touchdowns inside the last minute. They're the, they're the king of the back door. They were down double digits in the game earlier this year, came back and got the backdoor cover. They're the king of the backdoor cover. Uh, big number here, sandwich game in between a divisional game, which I always like to take the dog there. Mm-hmm. I like what I'm seeing from the Rams the last three weeks. Sean McVay's got them in a position to get one of those wild cards. I don't know if they can win the game outright, but again, down 10 late, down 13 late, down 14 late. They're going to fire Back doors open. I agree with uh, our, our gal there. Give me the plus seven and a half, and we'll rock and roll. We're on the Rams in that one. Let's talk about the Texans traveling to MetLife to battle. No, it's not Tim Boyle. No, it's not Trevor Simeon. We know it's going to be Zach Wilson and the Jets. The Jets are catching six and a half at home here, Brandon. Remember, the Jets can surprise some people sometimes at home. They beat with Mike White, the Bengals, a couple of years ago. They beat the Eagles earlier this year. So, Brandon, where are you going on this game? Okay, let's make sure we're clear here, okay? (laughs) They beat the Buffalo Bills on Monday night, week one. They had the Chiefs beat and covered that number. Yep. They knocked off the previously undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. And now the Houston Texans are coming in here, laying close to a touchdown. Uh Uh-uh, no way. 
The Jets will rise. The Jets will play. The Jets' defense will match up here. The Jets plus the points in what at best will be a field goal game. This is a kind of game, Brandon, that Clay would be all over the Texans. Like, CJ Stroud, only <laughs> six and a half? Casey, where are you going here? I guess I'm really filling in for Clay right now. Um, I'm going to kind of <laughs> lean towards the Texans on this one. This is why you guys have me on the shoulder. Um, look, Jets let up an average of 105.8 rushing yards per game, five rushing touchdowns. We know that Stroud can use his legs. We know that the running backs in that room can get some yardage. But it's also the fact that if they sneak in some tight end plays at the right time, Jets defense can be stout but they just cannot cover the tight end tight end positions just tend to get some leeway when it goes here and I don't think that all the quarterback confusion is good morale for this locker room I mean they're saying that Zach Wilson is reluctant to play when you have a quarterback that doesn't want to embarrass himself anymore and is just very confused identity wise to what he brings to this league I just think eventually it's going to be more chaos than conversion and I think the Texans are going to come in and just keep their composure put the right plays out there at the right time. And I think they have a chance to take this one here. I like Stroud and I like what he's brought to the table. First, it was Sam Darnold seeing ghosts. And now it is Zach Wilson reluctant to play. I feel bad for the Jets. Oh my goodness. I'm going to ride with Brandon. I love the home dog in this scenario. It's going to be gross. It's going to be ugly. MetLife Stadium, maybe a letdown spot. (laughs) What's that? They were ganging up on me for the holiday. I'm not used to it. Yeah, we're spreading the cheer right now, Casey. That's exactly what we're doing. I'm just going to go with the trends and the data. I know it's gross, but sometimes you have to bet ugly with the Jets, and that's what I'm doing. But speaking of ugly, this one could get ugly for Seattle. Casey, the 49ers are laying 10 and a half at home. And by the way, we just saw this game. Thanksgiving night, the 49ers had no trouble whatsoever. So can you lay that 10 and a half number or do you like it to be closer? And then with Seattle. I'd lay the 10 and a half. Like you said, we just kind of saw a blueprint of how this is going to go. And 49ers are at least maintaining their health. A lot of some of their uh, issues and them kind of falling apart a little bit was the fact that they were super banged up. I think they're starting to kind of get in a good rhythm here and they already know how, what it takes to, to beat this team. I don't want to count out the Seahawks. Uh, I love Pete Carroll as a coach and, and what he can do, but I like this 10 and a half for this matchup again. Serious chalk here, Brandon. Are you going to go with it? You want Seattle to cover this number. They rolled into Dallas on Thursday night, getting seven and a half, eight, eight and a half, nine against the number three ranked defense in the NFL. And they exposed the Cowboys and put up 35 on them. You're going to tell me before that game started, Dallas would score 41 points and not cover the number. Hmm. I would have told you you're absolutely crazy. Geno Smith lit them up like Baghdad on a Saturday night. with The Palestinians sitting on the shore going, oh my. It was embarrassing performance by the Dallas defense. And Mike McCarthy in the locker room after the game, he goes, great job, guys. Great job in the fourth quarter with those stops. Mike, you were embarrassed for three quarters, you fat piece of crap. Because I had Dallas in that game. I'm still pissed about it. So at the end of the day, I'm going to take Seattle. They showed me something on Thursday night offensively. Uh, a letdown game for the Niners up the big Super Bowl game that everybody labeled in Philadelphia. Coming back home, letdown situation. I'm going to take Seattle plus the points. Yeah, I think I am too. Sorry, Casey. That juicy number, 10 and a half, divisional opponent, and it's only been a couple of weeks, right? They just saw each other. So I will go with Brandon on that one. Big matchup in the AFC. 
maybe a battle of fraudulent Super Bowl contenders here, Brandon. The Bills and the Chiefs. The Chiefs are laying two and a half at home at Arrowhead. Brandon, you know, and you've said it before, the Chiefs are frauds. Can you back them with that two and a half? Uh, listen, I my best bet last Sunday in the NFL was Green Bay plus the points over KC. There you go. Because people will not accept the fact that this isn't the same KC team we've seen the last few years. Jordan Love just exposed them. They play like garbage. He's got no receivers. The offensive, it's just, they're not the same Chiefs. They should have three more losses in year this, this year than, than they already have. And I'm so happy that for the first time in his career, Patrick Mahomes is going to have to go on the road yep. for a playoff game. I am sick and tired of people jocking this guy as the greatest ever when he sets an arrowhead every single playoff year with a bye, wins two games. Wah, 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 wah. Tired of it. Send us to the last on the road and see what he's going to do. Little punk, I can't stand him. I can't stand State Farm. I can't stand Red. I can't stand the Chiefs, period. I'm going to go against him every week. Give me a buck. Buffalo plus two and a half. Casey, that is tempting. What are you going to do? <laughs> Red is not Brandon's color and it's not mine this week either. I think the Chiefs just got too much distractions going on. Not to mention is that after I saw them almost flop to the Jets, I was just kind of done with what they were bringing to the table. And I think I talked about it with you and Clay last time. Some of the other wide receivers and players that were supposed to start getting involved in this offense are just not. They're not getting going whatsoever. They're not alleviating uh, Travis Kelsey to do it all and, and all the bull, right. the bull going around. So I like uh, I like Brandon's rant there. I'm right back there with him on the same train. Let me we're say all this. on you the know, Bills. You know why they didn't call pass interference in the Green Bay game in Scanlon? You know why they didn't call, they didn't call pass interference? Because they knew that if he, they let him go, he's going to drop a pass anyway. So save the embarrassment. Doesn't That's even safe. matter. No. Doesn't matter. Guy can't catch. Guy can't catch. Isn't that the best thing fumble? This Buried me. Buried me in the Philly <laughs> game without catching that touchdown pass. Buried me. <laughs> can't and trust them. You can't really trust the Bills either. That's the other conundrum here because Buffalo has been fraudulent this season a little bit, but they are the more yeah. desperate team. The playoffs start for uh, the Bills right now, Casey. They uh, are a little less dramatic than the Chiefs are, that's for sure. So I think that the Bills should be in a better seat here. I'd rather see it happen. I'm so tired of talking about the Chiefs, to be honest. Me too. Well, let's stop. How about that? Let's move on and talk about a massive game in the NFC. Eagles, Cowboys. Cowboys laying three and a half in this one. Casey, the Eagles fell back to earth, as expected. Many of the pros last week were on San Francisco. What are you doing here? Kind of a fishy line. I know this would be if somebody asked me a stay away game for me, because I think it can yeah. kind of teeter in either direction. I do think that Brandon made a really strong point to say of like how much the Cowboys have started to produce a lot more lately. Um, but it comes down to making the correct calls at the correct time and keeping yourself in contention here. But the hard part is that the Eagles don't like feeling shame, embarrassment, or humility. So I just kind of feel like if, it, if there's a team that's going to come in and really fight for it, it's going to be the Eagles. So plus the three and a half with Philadelphia there. Brandon, I mean, you go into Dallas here. You have played contender after contender. You have to be fatigued at this point. I get baby girl liking Philadelphia here. I get it, but... They were exposed by KC. They couldn't shut the door. Should have lost there. Buffalo should have put them away in the first half. 
They didn't. They should have lost there. Frisco went in and beat the doors off them. They lost to the Jets. Washington had them on the ropes twice. That's six losses that this team could have. So when you look at it from that lens and bring them down off that pedestal, Sam Howe threw for over 400 yards on this defense. The Washington had them on the ropes once, lost in overtime, had them on the ropes a second time. They legitimately could have six losses this year. Oh, but they find a way to win. They just find a way to win, and my guys are resilient, and that's what we do. Sorry. Dallas, by the half, lay three. I'll be surprised if the Cowboys don't win the game by double digits. Woo, blowout city in the star. You know what the Cowboys did? I mean. Look ahead. Look ahead short week Thursday night. Defenses don't show up. Could be. Happens. I'm with Brandon. I'm going to lay the three and a half. I don't need to buy it. You know what? I think Dallas is going to embarrass Philadelphia. Regression to the mean is happening. I don't think I sided with Casey on anything, which is probably bad news for me. We'll see what happens here this weekend. This has been Believe Me right here on Stadium TV for Casey Hudson and Brandon Lang. I am Cam Rogers. Hey, enjoy your holiday weekend. We got plenty of holiday weekends to come. I'm sure you people have parties out there. Enjoy them. We'll talk to you next week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.